You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Go smoke that joint. So you were only gone for like three seconds here, but how long were you actually gone? The year is 2022. About four days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Still wearing the same thing. <laughs> you know I mean? So it's about four days. <laughs> Got in the time machine real quick. I'm like a real life cartoon thing. character. I might wear the same shit like all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I legit got like five of these shirts because I got them from tra- uh, this one training camp I went to. Nice. Yeah, so like I can wear these shirts all week and it'll, you know what I mean? Like a, like a regular Bart Simpson. 
Hell yeah. Man, Ron's getting goofy in the morning. He said, we wake and bake because this show at fake, if you master the snake, you get to eat the cake. <laughs> Man, if, if he's from Philly, bro. You should rhyme better than that. <laughs> Just being from Philly, bro. It's you can't in, go on, it's in your Gino. You can't go on the corner with that with that rap, man. You're gonna very you're disappointed. Gonna <laughs> he, Antonio, what up? That was like watching Brandon Shop do comedy. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, what up? What up? So this is uh the Anthony from the Get Right uh fantasy show that I was telling you. Nice about. the Afro. We were just talking about that shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to Anthony and all them at, uh, and over there at Get Right, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and uh, Garrett, what up, bro? He said it's my my son's first B day. Happy birthday, hey, baby! Happy yeah. birthday, to the little man. Hey, got hey, you know what I'm saying? And uh, happy parent day to you as well. Is that what they call it? I don't know. We need to make up a parent day, right? We should get every birthday our kids make it to. We should get some kind of present for. Uh, yeah, you know what? I got year. four. I got four kids, bro. That's a lot of gifts I'm missing out on. Man, or we just need to get back to doing the unbirthdays, you know? Because I could get behind that. You know what? I, I think I'm going to have to. I'm really going to start lobbying for this. Uh, my kids got to start giving me more gifts, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's your I birthday. gave them the gift of life. You give me monetary gain. <laughs> give me a. Give me. Actually, you know what? I want more school projects. I like those little. Like uh, my daughter, she made me a, a, a Father's Day card. But, you know, they got out of school way before Father's Day. So they had to do that. So she had it under wraps. Yeah. For a minute, you know, I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, whoa. I had one of those Dave Chappelle moments like, dang, you came for my boss. Like, <laughs> this is fucking crazy. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. You used to live in my balls, man. Now you out here making jewelry out of macaroni. You a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I'm saying, though. I'll never forget that shit. I wasn't a dad back then. I, I know you already were at that point or about to become a dad at that point because i was like what 2007 2008 some shit like that i have i have my first one already yeah unless it came out earlier 2007 because my, my first one was born november 2007 you know what i mean yeah yeah she about to be 15 bro that shit's crazy time flies man the motherfucker calls me bro you know what I mean? man. <laughs> yeah it's crazy because uh i'll always i'll always tell noble to chill out bro but man when he says that back to me like i don't know it's like what bro like, you better chill out bro with that, with that shit <laughs> he's getting he's too crazy for a five-year-old man because uh you know sometimes i'll be messing around you know like oh i need to put you in a headlock or i need to smack you around you know even though i'm not gonna do it and uh but he'll try to come at me that way and like he'll really come up and jump off the couch and put me in the headlock <laughs> <laughs> he's a man of his word <laughs> yeah he doesn't mess around we don't do the theatrics we we actually say the crazy shit we're about to do <laughs> and Dion said, "What's up, ladies?" <laughs> Shouting out all the uh, all the smoking emojis. Let's get it. Yeah. And Anthony, so he's from uh, he's from California, and shouting out the bang bang bogey. And he said, "I like that hat. I want the uh, the white and red one like that." You know what's funny is, man, we bought this for my little man when when I was at that that training camp. They had some all type of fucking merches out there. You know what I mean? Like, and of course, the shit's gonna be hella higher price and shit. But you know what I mean? Yeah. My son, he has big ass dome. He was like one years old at the time. You know what I mean? And I'm like, so I got him this 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 fisherman joint, bruh. 
And then like, this ain't even adult size. This is the kid joint. But you know, I was like, you know what? I'm rocking that. Now you're hitting. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, listen, son, this, you, you, can wear the, you can wear daddy's hat. I'm rocking this shit. This shit's wild. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Albert, what up, brother? What's going on? This and, fucking... uh, Garrett said, and Garrett said, thanks for the shout outs and the love. This podcasting crew are my kind of people. I appreciate you, bro. And thanks for getting signed up as a YouTube member. Uh, always appreciate that. And, uh, let me see if anyone else doesn't know how to sign up as a YouTube member. The link is uh, is in the description now. I didn't have it there for the longest time, but it's in the description. You get all the uh, the custom 420 emojis that you will not find on any channel except this. Like I literally made those emojis myself and made sure to put in some dope ones. And, I've uh, seen them. Yeah, I seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna hey, man, this fucking wedding cake is just resonating the motherfucker out of this joint. My shit, but I'm about to have hella, like like blurple lips, breath. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me see. Yeah, and Dion said, "Best community out here." Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, Ron said, "I am uh, against the use of cannabis. I cannot morally get behind supporting this uh, this bat. What is that bastion? Bastion of a sin? This is like Chong when we were doing the Cheech and Chong. Hey, no, man. Hey, listen, man. you responsible for turning you into a drug addict, man? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be hey, listen, man, shit, man. Let me get run. some. <laughs> that ain't the real Ron. <laughs> it's like, not Ron, Ron's been hacked. <laughs> that's double. That's doppelganger, Ron. Ron, um, Ron got nudged into an alternate, uh, a parallel universe. So we got yeah. this other version of him that thinks he can rhyme, and he's a straight edger. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Ron is definitely in the Matrix right now. <laughs> Bring back the old Ron, the asshole. <laughs> the asshole version is the best. All right. Well, I smoke this bowl. Uh, I, we need some audience participation here. So as we kind of creep up on July, you know, we got the best ball tournament about to start all these drafts. Um, I, I think mean, we 70 days away from kickoff. We're, we're close. I know it was a couple days ago. You said like 75 or 76. So we got to yeah. be close. We got to be getting closer to that 69 number. 69, dudes. <laughs> Hold on. Check that out. How many days? Just ask Siri. Say, hey, be like, hey, Siri, how many days until September 8th? I think we might be, this might be the 69th day. Hey, Siri. How many Say, days hey, until Siri, September how many days 8th? Until September 8th. It's 72 days until then. Oh, 72 man, days. Oh, shit, I was in the Matrix. That's right. <laughs> you were in the Matrix for those yeah. four days. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn Matrix. There we go. And Ron hey, said, gas hey, is hella high in the Matrix. Man, Ron, he said September 8th is his wife's birthday. Man, how are you going to get the hall pass to be able to watch Thursday night football with us? Or wait, that's the Thursday night football joint, right? I mean, they're in the, he's in the East Coast time, too, right? So, like, he yeah. is like the late. It's crazy. It's late over there. And my yeah. brother-in-law, my brother-in-law's from Jersey. And um, when he first moved out here, he was so stoked. He was like, I get to watch all the games, bro, and, and go to sleep early. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like all the basketball. Because the thing about it, basketball don't start till 10 over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was 7 o'clock late games. 
what yeah. seven o'clock for us yeah i mean yeah. that's why west coast is the best coast you know i mean some days i do feel like you know i wake up at like 10 o'clock or whatever i'm like shit it's already like one o'clock on the east coast i feel yeah, like miss half the day. Day <laughs> but uh then we get it to where yeah people are nodding off you know at halftime of uh you know uh monday night football and shit and i'm like damn i like this you know like i, I like being able to uh, i like getting up early and knowing that game's starting like two hours you know, like you get up on the East Coast all early games might not start for five, six hours. See, I like see. Here's my thing, too, is like I'm still going to get up at six in the morning or sometimes even five thirty on a Sunday because I have several pacing to do still before the games. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I hate that I'm that I'm that guy. I'm always waiting down some decision and it might not even be because of injuries like two players like hella nitpicking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then do the Sunday shows. Before that, I usually lock in whatever decision I gotta make. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I don't like I don't like that last five minutes scramble. You, yeah, you know yeah. Usually, uh, yeah. I'm really got to get out of that last five minute scramble this year. Last year I got a little bit better, but there was still a couple weeks where like I literally just doing like the triple check. You know, because I I mean yeah. I, it's probably about three times throughout the week that I'm looking through the entire roster, you know, and like Sunday is like that last like triple, triple check of uh, just making sure I didn't leave anyone in there on accident or shit like that. Hey, see, here's the thing. The fucking dynasty leagues, they kind of take care of themselves, right? It's like, you know what I mean? Those, you know, those things pretty much take care of themselves. Cause you know what I mean? I don't really got to look at those. You yeah. Know I mean? If I got to make a pickup on Sunday for a dynasty league, like that. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> exactly. So that's the sort of dynasty league. You just kind of have to hope, you know, just keep your hand on the steering wheel type shit. The redrafts, you know what I mean? That's the ones where I'm like, fuck. Especially, especially, you know what fucks me up is the ones that are worth more money. I start like overthinking the decisions even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the tough part. Cause I or like the non engaging leagues where it's like, it's straight money. Ain't nobody <laughs> talking. You know what I mean? Outside yeah. of like making trade offers, ain't nobody talking no banter. It's just money. You know what I mean? I always yeah. do well in those. You know what I mean? Right. Because like the know. other ones where I got enemies and I got <laughs> rivals and fucking. Man, you know what I mean? If it's <laughs> any kind of normal league where people aren't degenerates, I mean, well, I mean, I guess like, I mean, I know you got some degenerates in your home leagues who probably aren't that active in the chat and shit like that. And I'm mean, yeah. Same thing with me. I mean, a couple home leagues where guys like they're not engaged, you know, in talking shit, but they're but they're some, they're some bad motherfuckers. Yeah, they're not sleeping on anything they're doing either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, how do I say this? On the road said I'm so high I had two bong rips uh, right when I woke up and died. I like it. <laughs> hey man, that's the way to do it. My fucking stank keeps bending down. Now I'm so high. Oh, there we go. This is only my first bowl of the day, so I'm gonna get there. But we're gonna we're gonna smoke a lot on here, and I got the dabs ready to go if we need to kick this into high gear. There you go. Oh, I see what you did there. That's good. Good wordplay. Yeah, and Ron see? said uh, my home league won't trade with uh, with me anymore. See, and I mean that's that's one of the things that I hate about the home leagues, you know. And you can relate it to that show, the league. Everyone's jaded, you know, because everyone's gotten over on someone in the past, or everyone's traded with someone who like the see, trade went bad, and you blame I'm them. A, and shit. I'm a repeat offender in the right way, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've made trades. I will come through. Okay, look, look. Last year. I wanted Devontae Adams off the homie, right? And me and this guy never make trades, bro. And shout out to my man, Nancy. He never make, and for a living, 
he's a salesman, right? So he always prides himself. And I'm like, that's why no one ever makes trades for you, right? And like, so I come to him with, the, uh, uh, he needed running back. And then Devontae Adams just got like an ankle tweak or whatever the fuck it was. So I come yeah. at him with DeAndre Hopkins and a motherfucking Michael Carter. This is probably like week three or whatever it was. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Way maybe going into week two, whatever, last year. You know what I mean? And people are like, oh shit, they're tripping. That he actually made a trade. You know what I mean? And then like, of all people with me. Because everyone, and then like when they say, like, oh, of all people, he makes a trade with Bogart. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, all I'm ever doing, like, I came at him with, okay, here, I want Adams now all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Don't ask me why, but here's Nuke and here's Michael Carter. You need running back too. And he's like, boom. You know what I mean? Came at somebody when they need, and the Nuke was more, it was like a one to one. In that to him at that moment because Nuke wasn't hurt yet, you know what I mean? Right. And I'm taking Devontae after he had an ankle tweak. Guess what? He didn't miss any time that week, you know what I mean? I just but I went in there and bought him right when I could. So maybe that's where the Bogart shit comes in because I swooped in once I knew he was motherfucking missing practice, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, for me, it's like you already know, like I don't make a, a shit ton of trades because I, I feel like my skills you know, with the waiver wire, no matter what can get me into like the top four. And then if I had a good draft, you know, with my waiver wire skills, I might be able to make it all the way to the championship and then hopefully win. But man, there is just like with the trades, it is all about these calculated trades. Just like you said, where, I mean, it's someone's emotional strings, you know, being pulled like something really bad going down. Yeah. You know, like, like big Ben gets COVID on a Saturday. God fucking damn it. <laughs> and then someone outbids you. For a fucking racist Rudolph, because I got fucking Big Ben Rapersberger and and Husser over here. It's a dynasty league, and of course I don't have rapist Rudolph, racist Rudolph. Fuck him, and you know what I mean. And you know what I'm like. What am I gonna bet? You know what? I'm gonna bet a dollar on this bitch ass. Fuck him, and and I think you might even bet like five or ten. Not even nothing crazy. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't a it lot. It wasn't a lot, man. But I only put it, in, and then. The next morning, I'm trying to I'm trying to trade for him. And all in all, I'm trying to give him like a fifth. He's like, nope, a, a third. And I'm like, how about a fourth? And he's like, nope, third. And then he's like, you know what? Second. And I'm like, ah, give me the third. And we're on this motherfucking show before the Sunday starts. And here's the thing, too. It was like he did the full Bogart to me. He's like, they're playing Detroit. Like, you know what I mean? I like the airplane Detroit. I kind of need it. <laughs> Probably would have been better off going in with just one QB and do something in my super flex for that week. Oh, uh, that was nice. I bogarted Bogard. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> Definitely get a get. I a mean, it, it's that. an adverb, right? What's an adverb? An action. Uh, uh so long. I don't know the difference between a verb and an adverb. Not gonna lie. We'll you know, just say the verb. We just said the verb. Bogarted. My my, uh, my second oldest, she's about to be in fourth grade. I'm married a couple oh. years ago. I had to learn all that shit again. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, where's the adverbs at? Because that Bogart's an adverb, right? It's a motherfucking action. God damn it. Bogart, all day, every day. It's motherfucking. And then, then we stop free. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I really can't wait. Uh, these, uh, these three QB leagues, which I don't know if anybody has done this before or if I'm the one that created it. So I'm just going to say that I created it because I've never seen – Anybody with a league that you start two QBs and oh yeah, no, hey, you know what's crazy? Shout out to my man Steamboat. Him and his brother, they do these, and you can the, the, the 10 team three uh three QB joints. Well, there we go. Steam, I mean, yeah. it seems like everything me and Steamboat are on. Is I'm like, telling you, bro, you guys are like <laughs> I, like I, I ain't never seen both of y'all in the same place at once, neither. 
Ah. And he always tries to get me, you no know, motherfuckers. You know, because listen, they they call it the fish leagues, bro. Not not Scott Fish Bowl, but the fish leagues. Because like this dude, uh, his brother-in-law, this motherfucker has a uh, uh, one of them football camps. You know what I mean? So it's hella dads, bro. So every year they just have these fish leagues where it's just it's it's the hundred dollar buying, but it's the three QB shit. You know what I mean? And they just they have like four or five of these leagues every year. And it's just they just recycle all these people. He's like, yeah, it's the fish leagues, bro. You know, because you know, like, like, like poker shit. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people they, they just be getting these these, these football dads, bro. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> be coming in, they don't even know what the hell they're getting in. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm not spending hundred dollars on this motherfucker. Like, I, I, you know what I mean? I wasn't with that. I like, I like being in, in fierce leagues for money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, one day, I mean, I know we know. A I bunch get of mad people. when I lose in those leagues, bro. When, if I lose in the fish league, I'm hella mad, bro. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to dominate these motherfuckers. I'm like the highest point scorer or some bullshit. Whatever the fuck. Fuck that shit. Fuck fish leagues. Man, those are gonna be so fucking fun, man. I mean, I don't know exactly what's in their fish leagues, but for me, no fish leagues as in like fools that had never yeah, been new, played before. Oh, just, new boot, new booty league. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you can't lose in those leagues. I like got that, that. No, fuck that. Feel good. Motherfuckers are starting like fucking. This, I mean, I hate that whenever someone makes like hero calls or because they don't know how they don't know about fantasy. Right. Like it might be like like the, like the, probably the first guy that started Rashad Penny last year. I was like, you know what? I'm stop. He been starting them all year. You know what I mean? Then when he goes on, they're like, what the fuck. <laughs> And he's like a Seahawks fan or something. You know what I mean? I hate leagues like that. Yeah, it's probably someone who was on Rashad Penny, like, you know, like every year. This is going to be his year. This is going to be his breakout year. Bruno. And then, like, the whole year, he's, like, saying it. It's going to be his breakout year. It's going to be his breakout year. And then it okay. finally I like history. Guys. You ready for history? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, my Niners, right? Do we not, not repeat the same rushing leader on the team? Whatever since the Shanahan era, right? You've pointed this out before. And it was Mitchell last year, right? It was Mitchell last year, right? I, I still like Mitchell because I, I think, like, you know, things can change. But, you know, I'm playing the numbers with Mitchell. But I, yeah, but I say this every year, and I'm wrong every year about, <laughs> about Shanahan's backfield. And, I, and you know what's funny? I always just get the later guy anyway, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah, just have them all, really. Yeah. Have them all because, like, you know what I'm saying? The, the reality is that if when they, it's usually because motherfuckers start dying. And the next man stands up, you know what I mean? But anyways, and AU said, Do you guys have a PS5? I do not. The only time I was able to acquire a PS5, I raffled it off. And uh, so no, I will get one one day. I got one with that. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna stun it's still my daughter got it from my uh, from her godfather, one of my best friends. Is it being used at least? Yeah, is it being used at least? Nah, it's still in the box, man. Damn, and I thought and she's trying to be a gamer. She's, a, too? she's an Xbox head. Oh, uh, okay. So like yeah. she just hasn't even so she hasn't even set it up. And I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? It's cool. Cause like you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna put that thing in my loft. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, if no one else is gonna use it, you might as well get it. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, Ron said I won't get a PS5 until the PS6 comes out. <laughs> hey, that thing's coming out sooner than later, too. Watch, man. What up, Crispy? No, nah, it's not coming out that soon. What up, Crispy? Like, they got to give it, like, seven to ten years because, like, they don't actually make any money off the PS5 console itself. It'll be the, the motherfucking... Uh... All the accessories and all the uh, the memberships. 
and all that shit that they make money off of. They probably they lose money on the PlayStation console itself. It's true. PS5 and a half. Yeah, and there we go. Antonio popping in said, I got the PS5 from the raffle on this channel. Hell yeah. Yeah. He was like, someone said PS5? <laughs> he popped in real quick. <laughs> That's my birthday twin. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Hey, check this out. What was that? Okay, so history. History, yeah, right? Sure. Seattle. In history, right? We'll take you back. They draft Rashad Penny in the first round. <clears throat> Probably was from been. San Diego State, so I was like hyped about that. I was like, "Yeah, getting San Me Diego too. State, some first round capital love." And look at this though: in all reality, in all actuality, they probably couldn't trade back because right. that's what they do. They'll trade out of the, the back of the first, get yeah. more picks. They probably still would have got Rashad Penny, but no one wanted to trade out. You know what? Give me Rashad Penny. You know what I'm saying? They got Chris Carson. He's coming off the ACL thing. And they also brought in Mike Davis, a free agency, former Niner. You know what I mean? And he never really saw the field as a Niner at all. You know what I mean? Because he was, I think he was coming off uh, uh, ACL, whatnot. Check this out. Rashad Penny, just all kind of injuries. First of all, he shows up to camp, he's hella overweight. You know what I mean? Yeah, and didn't he get hurt, like, in camp? Like, yeah, in camp. As a rookie? Like, he showed up, to, showed up to mini camp. He's a little overweight. You know what I'm saying? And then they're already saying, like, oh, you know, uh, when you go from football, from college ball to the combine, all that, you know, all this shit, getting ready for all that, he should have been like in shape. You know what I mean? So to be out of shape by the time, the, by the time we got to mini camp, then like training camp, in a, like, in a first rounder. Come on, Tra training camp. I think he gets some kind of soft tissue joint or something, bro. But I know in in the preseason, he sprains he, he sprains a uh, he fractures a finger. You remember that? He fractured a finger, so then like it went in like Chris I don't remember Carson what just happened. Chris Carson hurt. sold the show. Yeah, you know what I mean, because were they both when Chris Carson got hurt? They're both drafted the same year, right? Or was it like, or was it Chris Carson was one Chris year? Chris Carson before? was the Chris Carson was the year before. Okay. Yeah, and he, so he he was tearing it up that year too. Yeah, I mean not 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 tearing up. He was showing flashes. Matter of fact, he tore his ACL. It was a it was a Sunday nighter in 2017 against uh, against uh, it was it, it was it was the the Russ led Seahawks versus the Jacoby Myers uh, the grilled beef brisket the meat slab himself yeah. led Colts and and Chris Carson was running the big one bro he was to the house and he just all towards tore his shit it was fucking non contact if I remember anyways so he came back in 18 with a vengeance bro. You know what I mean? And then when he got hurt, because, like, you know, here's the thing. When you got ACLs, you're going to be nagged with hamstrings, bro. Like, it's just – it's one of those things you can go back. You could even look at uh, that same year, 2018, Dalvin Cook. He was coming off the ACL from 17. Boom, hamstrings. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Chris Carson missed, like, chunks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was, it was, and that's been like, fuck, like, I can't even think of a running back that they've had in the last 10 years who didn't miss chunks because we mm -hmm. can go back shit almost like what? Hey, like, no, maybe like no, eight years. You remember Marshawn. Thomas Rawls? Like, man, like one of the playoffs. See, Marshawn had what? When did Marshawn get there? 20, 2012? 2012 2011. and 2013, right? 2011. Okay. Yeah. Cause he was there the year before uh, the Beast the Quake, Bowl, right? The Beast Quake. Yeah. That was, that was 2011. So, yeah. Maybe he was there 2010 then, because that was the 2011 January. Either way, he was there already. He went strong till 
that Thomas Rawls year. You know what I mean? Because that was when he finally went down. He was he was having like core injuries. Like you, you actually you're right. 2014, after the 2014 year, that was oh yeah, that was and then 2015 was Thomas Rawls. Uh, yeah, uh, shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah beast mode and beast mode and Sean Alexander. Those are like the only ones that I can think of yeah. who are like made it through seasons. I think Steezy had Sean Alexander on his show one time. What? <laughs> I think so. That's cool. I mean, that's that Seahawks I, running back, right? Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, back when I started 2006, six, I mean, shit, you know, he was like the guy to have. I mean, he he like single handedly led them to the Super Bowl that year. Um, yeah, I remember that. And they had Hasselback, and I can't remember who they had at like wide receiver and shit. Hey, was, oh shit, that was the year Hasselback said, "We want what he says that we want heads, and we're going to Super Bowl." <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said something like that. He said, "Mary, they're doing a the coin flip." Yeah. In the overtime, they're doing a yeah. flip, and he says, "We want heads, and we're gonna win." <laughs> and he throws a pick six. He throws a pick six. <laughs> oh, they were moving down the field too. Yeah, it if was I looking nice. Correct, he was like, "Bing, bing!" They were down the field, and then boom, the pick six to end it all. Yeah. And uh, and Anthony said, Rawls, man, I love that guy, baby beast mode, but he could never quite get over the hump. So and I remember. And then, and then after Thomas Rawls, they start, you know what I mean? And because Chris Carson, uh, what was it? When did Chris Carson come? Oh, after Thomas Rawls, they fooled around with uh, Alex. Uh, what's, what's the dude? The river dancing motherfucker. Uh, Alex Collins. Alex Collins. And then, um, man, uh, who else did they have, bro? They had a bunch of busted ass motherfuckers, but they brought in Eddie Lacy at one point. Remember that? They brought well, in Eddie Lazy. Yeah, like well, I mean, that's really like all they fucking did, you know, was uh was <laughs> yeah, keep having it, these it, like it was mid- Chris Carson. Hey, listen, Chris Carson made me love Seattle's running back again. Because Chris Carson just ate. Yeah, and, and I mean he got him in the seventh round. I mean, see that so, I guess that's the issue with Seattle is they get okay, so, so here's my thing. Late. Here's my here's why I brought this whole thing up the history shit. Is it it would it be far fetched that history repeats itself that we all want Ken Walker to be this guy, but then like Rashad Penny is clearly the better one. You know what I mean? And he, and, he, and as long as he stays healthy, he's gonna keep that that role. You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, like that's the thing. Like as long as he stays healthy, like I mean, we we got to go all the way back to beast mode. Like I said, to get one running back from Seattle that like stays healthy the entire year. So I mean, they get like one guy every ten years. That stays healthy for like a season or like two seasons, you know. And I mean, maybe Penny could be that guy, but I don't think he is. Like that. Yeah, I don't think he's that guy either. Not with his track record. <laughs> but I'm just saying, no crazy old senile Pete Carroll, crazy Penny's old the, Pete, as I call him. Penny's the right? starter. He's he's for sure the starter. But is he gonna stay there? Like, barring health, sure. But I hope this at least. I don't think he's gonna bar health. Because I would bet on. Ken Walker getting the job eventually because of a penny injury. You know what I mean? See, here's going to be the fucked up thing about Kenneth Walker is he's eat, like in these drafts, he's either going to get overdrafted like hell or he's just going to get slept on. There's going to be kind of no in between. So the leagues where he's slept on, I'll be swooping, you know, like ninth round, 10th yes. round, because he will go in some of these leagues. And, in that well, and, and we're mostly in super flex too. So, well, yeah, for sure. Uh. Well, yeah, single QB, like shit. He might go on the fifth round in single QB because people might be getting stupid. 
you know, over there. But he's going to be like a Nick Chubb guy. Like, mark my words. Like, you don't draft him. Every The people who draft him really high may just cut bait with them, you know, because they're so pissed after like five, six, seven weeks of him, like, being like maybe a flex guy if you're lucky. I know Penny will die. Penny will die out sooner than later. I mean, that's why I said week six, seven, you know, like. And that's why I like has- the Nick Chubb analogy, too, because. That's what Carlos Hyde was during that year in 2018. Hell yeah. It was like, man, Carlos Hyde always dies, bro. I'm a Niner. I know this, this motherfucker always dies at one point, some type of injury. You know what I mean? So and, I just held on they, they got rid of him before he died. A lot of people cut him. And then you know what they did? They did it for us. They traded him. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Fuck him. Before he dies, let's get something out of him. <laughs> that was so awesome. I remember that, man. Like, man, that, that move gives me chills because, like, I won – I, I won three championships that year. And uh, that was at that point, that was the most championships I'd ever won in a season. And yeah. uh, a lot of it was due to that Nick Chubb move. Cause I, I had eight teams that year and I got all, I got him in all eight leagues, like hella quick. And yeah. um, he just made my team go from like, you know, it made me hot. What? It was like, I had him in most of my leagues already, but yeah. the ones that I didn't have him when, cause I missed the news early. And then it's, of course, the person that throws it in the thread is the person that went and made the move first. It was like, hey, y'all, y'all see that? And they traded Carlos Hyde. Like, what? Everyone runs like, oh, son of a bitch. Got him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, I hate those limited leagues, too, where it's like, there was, that's why I don't play in most of those home leagues no more. <clears throat> I mean, I only, I only really have, I only really have the two home leagues and I have the re- other ones I really call them degenerate leagues because it's the $200 buy ins, like whatever degenerate we can find out. Yeah, as well as spend two hundred dollars in dual, fucking super flex. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was uh, was awesome because I didn't draft him in any of those leagues, and he was drafted in one hundred percent of those leagues, and he was like dropped like anywhere from like one week before to maybe three or four weeks before that happened. People were so pissed about Nick Chubb, and then like. There was so many teams where I just picked him up and he was like a flex option because I already had two solid RBs. So it was just like cheating at that point in some of these leagues, like adding him in because there's always going to be like a high-end RB2 or like some kind of RB1 who comes up on the waiver wire every single year, no fucking matter what. It may only be for a couple weeks' time. You got to be the guy to get that motherfucker because like, man, it is going to feel so good. When, uh, like for me, a big, another big one, got to take it all the way back to 2010, is Peyton Hillis. So, man, this dude was a fucking savage because, I mean, he played for the Browns, a white running back, you know, so he's a gym rat, you know, no one's really thinking too much about him. Mm-hmm. And he's drafted hella late. I wanted no part of him, you know, so I didn't draft him anywhere. This is back when I maybe only played in like two leagues or something. I mean, it was like 12 years ago. And uh, I remember someone dropped him. Like, it was like, they dropped him for a bye week. And then, like, I'm just looking at all the guys, you know, who are available on free agent. I see him. And I look at his upcoming schedule. And I cannot remember the schedule. But I was like, damn, this team just gave up hella yards. This team just gave up hella yards. It was like mm-hmm. seven teams in a row. It was that, a moment where it clicked to you. Yeah. It's like where seven like, oh teams God. in a row that were giving up the booty to running backs. And I was like, you know what? I'm locking this guy in now on his bye week. And uh, we're just going to throw him in the flex next week and see what yeah. happens. And he goes on this incredible tear where, like, he's like the RB1 in fantasy for, like, a seven-week hey, What's crazy about that is the dreaded – it's the dreaded shallow bench. Like, remember yeah. in the, the – the They only had five, 
five bench spots in that league. Yeah, like the heart to start super flex. I can remember. I, I, I'm the champion, by the way, <laughs> right? I won that thing. <laughs> Bruh had dropped Sony Michelle. Somebody just dropped Sony Michelle. Like they like like Henderson was coming back or whatever, and then so someone just dropped him. They were on a bye week. I'm like, oh shit! I, I swooped them. You know what I'm saying? It was like a two day clearance type of claim. You know what I mean? And like, and it was when I saw it, it was like Friday, so I, or a Thursday. So I got him on the fucking, you know, the Sunday morning. I was like, hell yeah. And like, you know what I mean? I remember I, I was holding on to whatever kind of handcuff, but I was like, listen, this is like, I'm looking at the schedule and the fact that Henderson was like, he's just that type of motherfucker, bro. And then the sure enough, bro, he got hurt like the next week. And then I had Sonny Michelle now, you know what I mean? But yeah. I was like, damn, like, that's one of those moves, bro. It saved me. Cause that move, <laughs> Albert, that move. Albert said Peyton Hillis on the Madden cover. Like that second half, stretch of his season got him the madden cover yeah that's crazy and that was it that that was it he didn't do shit after that half after that half of a he season he was on the madden cover yeah i mean every, everything went to shit after that and he liked that and it was really he got blessed with a really nice schedule you know for that second half of the season and like it always kind of like baker always kind of reminded me of like that peyton hillis here because like you know it was like the second half of the season Everything just kind of lined up for him, and you know, soft schedule here and there. And you talk, oh uh, yeah, I mean, shit. That's what it's all about, especially after after the first four weeks of the year, of the year. We start to figure out, like, okay, we could bully these teams right here with the run, or we could bully this, this these corners right here with receivers. You know what I mean? You start being able to map out like where you can stream things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially like, on the IDP side of things, I mean, there's going to be people who are like, oh, you guys like don't know more about offense because you do IDP. And I'll say 100% bullshit because I know who the beast linebackers are on a team. You got beast mm-hmm. linebackers, that means your running back isn't going to be getting off extra mm-hmm. crazy. If you got crazy free safeties, that means your fucking uh, QB might not be able to take as many deep shots as mm-hmm. they normally would. You know, if your corners are just stacked, mm-hmm. that means they're going to be going short and going across the middle of the field. I mean, Probably the irony of that. The irony of that statement uh, is like I I learned IDP because of the I'm trying to learn everything on, on the offensive side for fantasy purposes. You know what I mean? Like you got to know the defensive players and who you can and can't try. You know what I mean? You, you feel me? Like, yeah. <coughs> and uh, that's why I like it. That's why I like it. Definitely helps. And uh, <coughs> whoo. Yeah, that was a good one right there. And, uh, oh, I was going to ask this earlier, but we got off on a tangent. All right, since we're getting into July and uh, August, shit, right around the corner, uh, what kind of content do you guys want to see? I mean, I already know what kind of content we're going to be coming up with um, throughout the season. But uh, outside of mock drafts, what kind of content do you want to see us doing? Because that's something I'm always curious about. I want to make sure I give the people something that they really, really want to watch. Fuck, and yeah, Dion. here's another one. Uh, I picked up Connor off the waiver wire week one in my home league. Dropped him week eight. What the hell? <laughs> I guess I didn't see that part coming. Biggest mistake I ever made in my life was RB1. Um, uh, was an RB heavy, and I had to get a, a wide receiver. Let me give you one worse than that, okay? Um, one move that I made, someone picked him up, and it won him a championship. When Odell Beckham Jr. was a rookie. 
I didn't draft him, but I mean, we already remember like how hyped he was at the time. You know, um, he missed like the first like seven or eight weeks or some shit like that because he was hurt. And I remember picking him up right away, like a week before he came back. And I held on to him for a couple weeks and I dropped him because I was so wide receiver heavy in that league. I dropped him like one or two weeks before his magical fucking run. And hands down, I would have won a championship had I fucking kept him because I mean, shit, he was like the number one wide receiver in the league for like a fucking six week stretch or some shit like that. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I've made a move uh, like that, too. It still haunts me to this day. And that shit was like 2016 or 2017. I can't remember what year it was. It was 2014. 2014. There we go. Even farther fucking back. Man, like fuck, eight years ago. Fuck, you know what? <laughs> fuck 2014. That was my worst year in fantasy. Okay, look at, look at. I made three championships. Did not win a one that year. Okay, Ooh, look. I, I had two. Year. Look, check this out. In 2014, I'm in two championships, right? One of them I took home. Boom. That one felt good. It was the music league. Then there was this other one with the homies, right? And and one of my boys who was out of the playoffs. He was like, he really about to start Jeremy Hill against the Browns. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, bro. He's like, I'm telling you, bro. Like, he's like, they, they come to play when they play Bengals, bro. He like, and this dude, man, I even say his name, man. Shout out to shout out to Chris Better. Actually, fuck him. Actually, if he, if he, if you're watching this, fuck you. Was he right or was he wrong? He was wrong. And so First you would have been I right. I had it right. Yeah. And it was one of those, it was Jeremy Hill's fucking, his rookie year, you know what I'm saying? He was that yeah. second, second half season darling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he yeah. went crazy, like 30 points in the first quarter, bro. And this fool, I was I was so high on him, like, you motherfucker, dude. <laughs> it was like one of them, because we were watching the games. Like, he came through, and he was like, he's like, about to start the championship. And I'm showing him, bro. I'm hella confident. Yeah, bro, I'm about to smash this shit. Ooh. And I fucking lost. I was so high on him. And seeing and he, like that, that's the uh, that's the tough thing is like getting the hey, unwar- hey, I never hey, listen though, but see, this you is, never asked for advice, advice. Got the unwarranted advice. This was unwarranted. this was this was this was important though. I stopped like n- now if I share something I'm, I'm doing with somebody, you know, what I mean, it's 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 I already, I already, I'm it's more so me bouncing off what I'm about to do versus right. soliciting the advice. Yeah, or what's, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Not soliciting, uh, looking for it. Yeah. What's the opposite of selling for it? Like trying to acquire the advice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to f- find bigger words so I sound like I'm smart. <laughs> and see, you know what's funny is like that the show, the league. Um, like it, it really gives a peek into like the fantasy football world for those who like don't really know about it. And then if people want to get nostalgic, like going back and watching it now, because most of this shit happened before the internet was as crazy as it is. You know, like, I mean, I didn't have my Facebook advice group or anything when the league was going on. Like, that shit ended in, like, 2013, 2014. Those Facebook groups weren't even really a thing then. And, um, like, there's a, <laughs> there's always uh, this one guy, uh, Ruxin, the lawyer, who's – he's always tinkering. Tinker stinker. Like, that's his thing. And, like, always tinkering with his lineup. And most of the time, it's, uh, it fucks him up, tinkering. <laughs> and there was this one episode where, like, he's literally talking to, like – sparking up conversations with new random people to talk about his lineup to get advice <laughs> and like like polling the entire world 
like who should I start? You know, like out of these couple guys, and like that's oh. funny. And then it's like they're his two homies. They're over drinking a beer, and they're like, "Is he asking more people about his lineup?" <laughs> like it's just going on the entire show because I don't. I think he might have been in the championship. I can't remember, but that's yeah. what's that's what's cool about the league. Also, like the show, like winning a championship is like life for them. Like that. That's how big winning a championship is, and. uh <sighs> I mean, I, I think some people might have lost that fact because so many of these leagues are like so watered down and, uh, you know, and shit now. But that's a good feeling to be a champion. And <laughs> I'm watching it. And there was one uh, there was uh, season three or season four. I can't remember what it is, but uh, they, he wants to have a new baby. He's losing his mojo. and He's like telling his wife he wants to have a new kid. And uh, <clears throat> she said, if you win the Shiva Bowl. You can put one in me. You got if you win the championship, you can put one in me. Oh, and uh, it's funny because he wins the championship, and then she tells him, uh, she tells him that you already won. I'm pregnant. And he's like, What? You're pregnant? And she was like, Yeah. And he was like, you know what? Any asshole can have a kid. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Okay, I want to be a champion, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so funny. And uh, it, it goes so deep that uh, they made a, <laughs> to make uh, certain things happen, he gave up naming rights to his, uh, to his son. <laughs> Nate, for real? Yeah, and the naming rights got traded in the draft, so the the guy could get the number one pick in the draft. What did they name the kid? Uh, Chalupa Batman. <laughs> Damn. Oh shit! Yo, that's on a different level, bro. And so they call him CB. Oh shit! CB. I mean, like I, we made motherfuckers do stand up. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? As 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 a loser, motherfucker had to do stand up at the improv. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that shit would be fucking funny. Just roast but see, but damn, bro, the naming rights and it went around like that was like a trade piece. <laughs> <laughs> that was a trade piece to get Chalupa the number one Batman. overall pick. Was it a boy or a girl? It was a boy. Oh, yeah. Chalupa Batman. Anthony shouted out, and Dion said, "A baby Chalupa." So funny. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny as a motherfucker. And, and it's both—it's the husband and the wife that are in the league. So every, you know, everything that happens for the league, like they let they let go. And, oh, she's uh, in the league too. Yeah. So it first starts off to where she's giving the husband all the advice, and it's like a big joke, like, "Oh, your wife runs your team," and all that. And he always says, "I don't," but she was the one running the team. And uh, he, he didn't want to let her play because then that goes his advice. And uh, but she got this because she's like, you never win. I'm giving you all this advice and it's just falling on deaf ears and you never win. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And they're only in an eight man league. And uh, everybody like every time they mention it, they always get made fun of. 
Like I'm what the most recent episode is like JJ Watt coming in there in like the the fourth uh fourth season, I think. Fourth or fifth, I can't remember. And uh it's like, what kind of league you guys play? And he was like, Oh, it's an eight team league. And it's like, come on, man, you guys can't step it up by now. <laughs> yeah. Hey JJ Watt, this uh, so this is like 2010, huh? Uh yeah, yeah. There's one episode that's funny. Okay, you um Jordan Cameron and Cameron Jordan. You remember those guys, right? <coughs> yep. So tight end. Uh tight end and defensive end. Yep. Jordan Cameron is uh oh my right. god, okay. I've been mistaken these two before, or I've asked you on a high moment. I'm like, which one's the one? And you're like, you've seen the league, that's how it all started before. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, was like, no. I was just watching that. And uh, he was so pissed because uh, so in the draft, he was like, Cameron Jordan. And they're like, for Cameron Jordan? Yeah, that's it. And they had to write it in. Defensive end for the New Orleans Saints. And, no, no. And uh, I, want, <laughs> I wanted Jordan Cameron. And like, nope, too late. And, uh, <laughs> and Jordan Cameron and Cameron Jordan both show up to this funeral that J.J. Watts at because the guy, like, he knows the celebrities and stuff. And uh, – to fuck with Ruxin, like they have both of them go up to him and, uh, you know, say hi to him. And they're like, hey, <laughs> you know these guys? And he was like, yeah, you're Cameron. And, <laughs> and uh, he didn't want, he couldn't remember who's who. And uh, <laughs> he was like, I drafted uh, Cameron Jordan. And they were like, oh, so you playing an IDP league, huh? And then uh, and the other guy, Pete's like, Kevin, do we play with IDPs? And he's like, no, we don't. And uh, <laughs> just making him look stupid. And Ruxin was like, yeah, but I told them we need to be playing in IDP leagues. I mean, it's very progressive, you know. And, and Pete's like, wait, you said the exact opposite. You're like, I only want to spend one pick on one of these shit-sipping defenses, not a whole bunch of picks on them. And just put, putting them on blast in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, shit. At a funeral, too. At a funeral, Yeah. Yeah, and see it, and Dion. Anyone else get Rafi vibes from Bogard? <laughs> it's the beard, is what it is. We've already. It's funny because it. people have told me that before. <laughs> it's I think I brought be, that up to you. It's got to be the beard, like that. It's the look more than anything. It's not not your personality because Rafi's crazy. I mean, even crazier than you. <laughs> <laughs> see, that intrigues me more. <laughs> so when he talks, when there's a beef going on, he's got to have a knife gotta have the knife out so like he's going, up, <laughs> yeah. he's going up to talk to andre about uh like they're they're managing like ruxin's team ruxin has a stroke and they're managing his team and he was like hey i'm next of kin motherfucker like i'm the one who's going to be fucking running his team and he pulls out a knife and andre i mean you know he's a little square ass and you know he's like oh like what are you doing he was like what you don't talk with a knife he's like here take this one <laughs> and gives him a knife so he could like have it too <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I feel that. I mean, it's good it's logic. Like, oh, it's funny, man. Yeah, Rafi's a savage, and Taco's the best character because he's the weed smoking guy. Plus, he's the entrepreneur. You know, like uh, he's the one. His first real big hit was buying uh, DallasCowboys.com and selling it back to Jerry Jones for like two hundred and fifty thousand. <sighs> That's it. Well, I mean, this was back in you know two uh what twenty. Oh, but then he owns some back end shit. No. Uh-uh. No. He, he wanted that. He wanted to be able to post on DallasCowboys.com whenever he wanted. And he was like, well, what kind of stuff are you going to post? He's like, well, it'd be blog stuff, you know, maybe hummus recipes and, you know, just things like that. <laughs> nice. I like hummus. 
And uh, it was so it was cool though because they actually got to go to like the Dallas Cowboys like training camp or whatever. And uh, Jason Witten and uh, damn, who was the I can't uh, fuck I can't even think of who the running back was in there. But um, there, so the way that they chose the draft order, it was actually pretty dope. So they were on one side of the field. They had to run all the way to the other side of the field, and whoever made it first wins. But training camp was going on like during that. So like players are like smashing them and shit and they're just running into shit. Jason Witten gets the uh, machine that shoots the ball and they start shooting balls at the guys and knocking them in the head and shit. <laughs> so that, that shit was uh that, that was pretty creative for all the, uh, the draft order, you know, races that they. Had. Yeah. Ooh, time to smoke another one, but yeah, the league, man, that, that show's so nostalgic. You gotta watch that shit. And uh, yeah, here's another one that EBDBBNB, the the Eskimo Brothers bed and breakfast and taco. Like, man, this guy, he's got Eskimo Brothers for days. So Eskimo Brothers, when you had uh, when yeah. two guys had sex with the same woman, for those who don't know or didn't see mm-hmm. the league. And uh, taco, like he doesn't know what anybody does, but like one of his Eskimo Brothers is Snoop. And uh, he just knows that he's Snoop's Eskimo brother. He doesn't know what Snoop does. <laughs> and uh, like Marshawn Lynch is one of his Eskimo brothers and invests in Taco Corp. And uh, man, they even did a play on the Super Bowl where uh, they're both sitting down in a chair. And Marshawn, um, he's like, uh, or Taco, he's like, uh, let me throw you a beer. And Marshawn's like, nah, just hand it off to me, man. He's like, let me throw it to you. Like, what's the worst that can happen? He's like, nah, just hand it to me, man. Let me get it. Let me just hand it to me. (laughs) He's like, nah, I'm just going to throw it to you. What's the worst that can happen? I don't even remember what happens, but something bad happened when he threw that beer to him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Clock in the building said he was a notary. Yeah, what up, Clock? He was a notary from Venezuela also. Like, that shit was so funny. So, um. He didn't take any notary classes or anything. He just found a notary stamp and he started charging people for the, uh, <laughs> to use him as a notary. And uh, man, that's just so funny. Um, Cause he was like acting legit about it the whole time. And even the lawyer Ruxin was like using him to get like real important documents, like notarized and stuff. Like that. <laughs> nice. He's such a savage, man. He is such a savage. Hey, shout out to my man, Clark. Miss you, brother. Yeah, shout be out safe, to Clock. Be safe. We're gonna see. We're gonna rock soon. <laughs> and Clock said, "Rafi with the paintball is classic." Yeah, they go on the paintball. You know, one of the the paintball um fucking uh, games or whatever. And Rafi's out. <laughs> He's like, "I've been living off the land for three days out here, getting the lay of the land." <laughs> like he's really yeah. living it out there. Yeah, and Dion said, "Rafi and Taco carry the whole show." Hell yeah, man! Because those are like, yeah, I, I mean. It, it's the comic relief from those guys, but I mean, they just take it to a whole nother level. And like, I mean, Taco being the stoner is just fucking awesome, man. Cause he's, he ends up being the most successful out of all of them too. That's what's so funny. Like, I mean, his, uh, his ideas really, really hit. <laughs> yeah. Dion said Vernon Davis was his ex Eskimo brother too, <laughs> man. Okay. One of the funniest things that they did on there. It was so fucked up. Um, like, so Andre, the nerdy one, he creates a fake uh, a fake Vernon Davis profile. And, like, he's posting all this random shit on there, and he's, like, you know, trying to... He makes Pete, like, follow him. That's the main dude who uh, everybody hates because he's the one who wins the most. And uh, 
Taco was like, you know a Vernon Davis? He was like, I know a Vernon Davis. He was like, you want to meet him sometime? And Andre's like, sure. And it ends up being the Vernon Davis. He's like, what? You said you knew a Vernon Davis. You didn't say you knew the Vernon Davis. And he was like, what? You, you know who he is? Because <laughs> Taco doesn't know who anybody is. He just meets all these random celebrities and like is so cool. You know, smokes mad weed. And <laughs> loves them. Yeah. And uh, and and he donates a lot of his money to charity and stuff too. That's another thing. And so, <laughs> and um, Pete in this episode is like having an affair with some chick, and something happens to where like. I mean, Andre's just being dumb, but like offers his house up. He ends up getting punched and all this. And Taco tells Vernon Davis the story. He was like, you know what? We're going to get Pete back. He was like, he's having the affair and you're the one who gets punched in the face. He's like, that's not right. And so Vernon Davis puts on a fake uh, cast and says that he like he broke his ankle and he's not playing in the game. And so <laughs> Pete, Pete doesn't play him because he sees that because he's following him on Twitter. And then Vernon Davis goes ham in that game and Pete loses the game because yes. <laughs> and this was like a, a you know a couple month plan the long con is what they call it and uh man he got him with that long con <laughs> that's a good long con oh yeah he got him <laughs> and that's, uh that's so dope how they get the players involved too in, in all the seasons that that's the coolest thing about it because even in season one i mean i think antonio gates was in season one um, but yeah, that, that's probably the coolest thing about it is the players actually getting involved in the show and, uh, man, even, um, so one of the seasons I was watching recently, they were doing, uh, it was like something at the combine, but it was like Mike Evans was there and whoever else were some of the top rookies, you know, projected in that draft were fucking on the show. Like, um, a couple years before that they had RG three on the show and Trent Richardson. Those were like the two guys who they showed yeah. like the draft walking up to the podium to be drafted. 2012 ish. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that was. And, uh, and Justin said, I'm in love with Ruxin's wife though. Isn't everybody, man. She's, uh, She's bad. yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rican. And, uh, he outkicked his coverage, like, you know, by a, by a, I don't know, like a t by 10 miles, you know, like <laughs> he definitely shouldn't be. And he knows it too. He was like, no way. I would never divorce my wife. He was like, have you seen her? He was like, I would pretty much be paying for her to get nailed by other dudes because my wife's hot and she would get nailed by other dudes. <laughs> and he was like, man, I'm rocking like, you know, 30% coverage on the kid, like 50% of the time. He was like, if you had to rock a hundred percent coverage, 50% of the time, he's like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> And Dirty Randy. Dirty Randy is a classic character. He's uh um it's Seth Rogan. And uh, he's, he's a porn director. And him and Rock <laughs> direct porn nice. together. <laughs> Seth, hey, Seth Rogan's a fool with it. Yeah, it's so funny because uh, they're 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 gonna have a, a porno shot at Andre's uh at Andre's apartment. And uh, it's gonna be, you know, one of these things that he doesn't know about going to be one of those long cons and they're talking to dirty randy and they're like okay so what's going to happen like guys are going to come in you're going to do this then you're going to clean up afterwards and he's like clean up he's like my name's fucking dirty randy i don't fucking clean anything we don't clean anything and he was like he was like <laughs> we do this we do this but we don't do this he was like oh so you do this and this but you know that's where you draw the line <laughs> <laughs> So fucking funny. Hess in the building. What up, bro? Yeah, Hess. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Antonio said Kevin ran into the fire pit trying to grab the beer. Yeah, when uh, 
because, you know, obviously they're doing the play on Marshawn, not getting the ball handed off to him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, throw here and then Kevin gets all fucked up in there. <laughs> nice. Oh, so that's what he does. So Kevin intercepts the beer? Uh, yeah, but in the fire and shit, yeah, and falls in there and everything just goes wrong. But... <laughs> And Dion said that was actually probably one of the best parts. Tell him about the auto draft, Hus. Oh, man. Yeah, so the the year uh, – remember the lockout year? Yeah. The NFL? Okay, so for that year, they did a play on the lockout. And so it's the porno that's being shot in there. and uh, But the door gets locked, and they're locked out of the draft. And so everything just gets auto-drafted. It's like the first and only year that they do it, like, on the computer. And they send Andre to some restaurant or something, and he's drafting on his computer remotely. And then everyone else is supposed to be putting their picks, like on the, uh, like just on the computer or whatever, yeah. on ESPN. So that's why all the auto drafts were fucked up. And uh, oh, well, so they even show that they that they use ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Damn, poor guys. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this was back when ES, you know, like yeah, it was, it was the it was like that in Yahoo. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, if you and there could be some people who didn't even know fucking about Yahoo because ESPN probably was the most popular. They're the only one with like having shows and shit, you know, where they're even talking about it. But yeah, so the auto draft, everybody, everybody got fucked in the auto draft. And Andre, he's like drafting and he was like, man, I didn't even know that this was like an extra draft. It's like everything was happening. like All of his uh all of his, what's it called? His uh, his mock drafts and stuff that he was doing. His shit is never like uh, the mock drafts. And uh, yeah. and Clock says, why do people like uh, JT so much more than Najee? I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I have JT like a tick over Najee, but I'm more excited to get Najee because I don't have to get him with the 101. Yeah, that's probably the argument. But like, I'm not going to bank on uh, as many receptions for uh for for JT than Najee, right? But also I don't think Najee repeats what he did last year as far as receptions. So it's like, what is the difference? Because it's it's whether or not you think JT can get like 50 balls. You know what I mean? Can JT get 50 balls with Matt Ryan? You know what I mean? Probably. Probably can. Yeah, right. You, so, so that's you that's think, the upside. I'm so saying you don't that's, so you, that's well, the upside on. of taking JT over Harris. But you don't think that Najee can come down with 74 receptions again? I think Najee's good for like 50. So let's see, 74. Because, you know, because because for, for what it's worth, Trubisky will take off here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. So I guess the difference from 50 to 74 is. Uh, so 50, um, that's 2.94 receptions per game. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think that should be a lock. Like for Yeah, that's him. a lock. I think that's his floor, honestly. Uh, getting sure. to the, the 74, that was a little more than four games. So, I mean, there would have to be a bunch of – We can be in the middle where you can give him like 60 grabs. So let's see. What would 60 be at the 17? Three and a half. So 60 would be three and a half a game. I, I, that's I doable. That that's doable. I think fifty is the floor, but I definitely think that he gets into that eighty range. Like I mean, man, I'm trying to remember the numbers because I remember I went and did this shit, bro. Cause you know I'd be going down the rabbit holes. I went down the rabbit hole when they first signed Trubisky. I was like, okay, let me look at Trubisky. Just 
Okay, here, here we go. Here's one. Okay, so um, James Conner. I mean, we don't really think of him too much as like a pass catching running back, right? Yeah, but see, but he he there was there was like half the season with no Chase Edmonds who was no 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 no. I'm going back to the Steelers. Fuck the oh fuck yeah the yeah. I'm going back to the Steelers. So that first year, no, but see, got, you can go back as far as you want. I'm saying it was Big Ben though. That's the thing though. Big Ben, Big Ben is King Dump It Off. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, but you don't think? I mean, he wasn't always King Dump It Off. Like that's not true. In yeah, I'm, I'm just saying though. Like I'm talking about with Najee. Yards. He threw for five thousand yards. I'm talking yards. about with Najee. I'm talking. Well, uh, we're going back to James Conner now. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm going back just to the history. Okay, let's the, I like history. history. Let's go back. And so, look, 2018. He only he only starts 12 games. He gets 71 targets, 55 receptions, 497 yards. That's not even in a full season. James Conner's not even that pass-catching dude. This is just <laughs> their scheme. Like, I know we could say it was always Big Ben, but they've been running the scheme for a long fucking time. See, but back then, it was, uh, what's his name? Todd Haley. Todd Haley is, is you know what I'm saying? Todd Haley is why we love uh, – is why we loved a lot of running backs, right? If you look at where T Todd Haley used to be in, in Kansas City back in the day, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like Todd, Todd Haley is a dude that he wanted to feed. One running back is going to do it all. So he did that with Le'Veon, you know what I mean? Then they moved on to James Conner. That's why I was so big on uh, Nick Chubb even, right? Because Todd Haley was there with, with Cleveland, you know what I'm saying, in 2018. But what but changes she, though? What what, what changes? changes because can't it's Matt it's Matt Canada and yeah. he's been there since 2020. So what big shit changed from their offensive scheme from back then Haley till now? Because it looks exactly they got right. him over. He he likes to run. He he like he likes to run like a uh, like a kind of a rip off uh, a wannabe uh, zone type of shit. You know what I mean? But like. Isn't that good for pass catching running backs? Yeah, I mean, see, so it's built in, and see, I was just about to say too, when you go back, you look at Trubisky, even when he had like Jordan Howard dude, and and because this Cohen. dude has only he's only fucking coached in college before getting to the Steelers. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. He's trying to run like this one, but you know what though? With Trubisky having a bigger arm, I'm wondering if they're gonna. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm wondering what the approach is. You know what I mean? Because getting Kenny Pickett also is like maybe that. Maybe, you know what I mean? Because he have like a, a quarter uh, college type of coach. You know what I mean? And this dude used to be a quarterbacks coach as well. Like Matt Canada. <laughs> same Canada. Yeah, I remember when they announced Canada. it back in 2020. I was laughing. I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah. But uh, before that, it was like the quarterback coach that was in house. You feel me? Yeah. Big Ben had to get rid of all of them because that that quarterback, that the guy before that, he was like a, a, a he was like a, a, a Todd Haley disciple. See, that's fucked up too because Todd Haley was the he was like one of those like run game geniuses, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like they had that offense crazy. AB was going crazy. Levy Bell was going crazy. Big Ben's throwing for five thousand, but Big Ben don't like that. Shit. He's like, "Fuck that, fuck this motherfucker." Yeah, they ain't win. Hey, and when you ain't win, you gotta start blaming motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I think Najee's going to be the shit this year, and I'm going to I'm going to be really excited to get him in a hand. I'd rather have Najee though too, because like this the only time I'm ever really going to have JT is if I'm number one in a single QB draft. Right. Right. You know what I mean, because if I'm number one in the super flex, I'm going that QB. Well, yeah. See, you can't say never because if you play in one of these three QB leagues that I'm in, like JT might not even go in the first round. Yeah. See, we've seen, crazy, we've seen crazy shit happen. But just for, remember, the, just for the context of like, hey, listen, I'm not faulting anyone if they have Harris over JT either. You know what I mean? I would rather have the, the guaranteed receptions, but I also. I also like an offense that's gonna get me in the scoring position. Like I feel like this, like everything, I, I can get everything I want out of Najee as far as the run game, but even better with a better line in Indy, and you know what I'm saying. And they they also have a good defense. You know what I mean? But 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 I think with uh, Mitch, like he he has the potential to get in a lot of shootouts. You know what I mean? That's the one thing. It's like well, I'm, I'm wondering. Curious what kind of game they're gonna have to play. Like, I, it's gonna be run the ball and motherfucking. But yeah, if they're in a lot of shootouts, man, you're still gonna get them greasy receptions. That's what we want. And you know what I mean? But I, but I feel like, but okay, would you bet on this? Would you bet on that? JT is gonna be in more scoring position than Najee, like versus Matt Ryan versus Mitchell, basically. Yeah, I, I'd say that that's probably the biggest like <coughs> the biggest argument for the JT side is gonna be the touchdowns. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, Najee barely cracked 10 last year, and I, I know he could get to 10 again, and he should. I mean, JT's one of those dudes, if they do it right, I mean, 16-plus touchdowns, you know, could be in the card. You ain't lying. I mean, because he could be the uh, – also, if you think about uh, Najee, he could be the entire offense. Like, when they do get down there, right. they punch it in. Like, like, for example, like it's a motherfucking – they're just winning games low scoring, you know what I mean? 14 yeah. to 10 type of shit. You know Who are you I mean? going to trust? Najee or fucking Trubisky? I think they'd be trusting Najee and yeah. giving him a lot I mean, of chances over Trubisky. Yeah, and then if they get in some, if they have, you know, and they, who's pulled their schedule? I know they have a tough schedule. Let, 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 let's see this because I remember I went down this rabbit hole now and I think about it. I was like, their schedule is kind of rough, bro. I mean, shit. Every, I mean, when you play in a division with four teams, you know, that are competing and maybe the Browns. You know, we're not thinking that highly of them right now, but either way, like, they're still, they always compete in her division. So uh, let's see here. All right. They got, I mean, shit, right out the gate, the Bengals. And then, uh, yeah, what up, Mike? What's going down, bro? Uh, no mocks, no mocks today. We got a bunch of the derby drafts that I got to get through. So uh, that's going to take up a lot of my day today. Let's see. And uh, so they got the Bengals in week one, Patriots, uh, Browns, Jets, Bills, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, Saints, Bengals, Colts, Falcons, Ravens, Panthers, Raiders, Ravens, Browns. I only see three gimme games on there. The Jets, Atlanta, the Jets, Atlanta. And the Panthers. Yeah. And, and maybe they're not gimme games, but I think their defense could overpower and get them the dubs. But outside of that, it's a lot of 50-50 games and a lot of games where they look like they're going to be the underdog. And then if it does eventually become Pickett for some reason, they will lean on Najee even more. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's just what you do with a rookie. I mean, like, the, Trubisky hasn't started in what? He hasn't started in like two years at this point. Like, I don't think anyone's given Trubisky a shot to just go out there and fucking air it out like crazy. It's crazy because he's been in the playoffs two out of the four years he was in Chicago. Yeah. No playoff wins, though, right? No. What's but, worse? I mean, to the playoffs and not winning or never making it to the playoffs? Never making it. Even if it's not, it definitely wasn't because of him that they. Hey, missed. listen, wow. the double doink. Listen, he got he threw the he threw the thing with Allen Robinson. Boom, got him in field goal position. That motherfucker kicked that. That shit tripled to do do. Ron double doink. <laughs> there we go. He said that wasn't his fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wouldn't. I mean, okay, look at this. This is why I love Kirk Cousins because before. He was already he was. They didn't want to cash him out, so he was getting the franchise thing. Then he takes him to the, then he takes him to the playoffs, and he's like, "Not so good." Just double franchise thing, and then even though he didn't have no playoff win, he took them to the, the, the Washington to, to the motherfucking playoffs, right? And then he cashes out first all guaranteed joint with with Minnesota, two and it was with three years, right? So uh -huh. out of the first two years. He, he uh, the, uh, what was it? The first year was 2018, 2019. He gets him in there. Then they lose to this. Uh, no, they beat the Saints. So now he has the playoff win under his belt, right? There's not too many other motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can say that, you know what I mean? Like, okay, you know, Baker, he, he has, he has one, right? Obviously, uh, Joe, mighty Joe Young, like, he got a few. Because he won, he won all over the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it's, I call it the Kaepernick argument. Like Kaepernick got more more playoff wins than most of these motherfuckers. Wouldn't you want that? That that, that was like proof that he was blackballed. You know what I mean? Like right. back then, that used to be yeah. my proof. But it's like, yeah, because there's not too many motherfuckers that. That's why I say just even just to get there is better because then that hella helps your resume. You know what I mean? Right. Like oh, like God. like you know what's crazy is like, or you gotta own the journeyman shit. Yeah, right, and uh, I mean, seeing, I mean, like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You yeah, know there's mean? some people who are made for that, but man, if you Ryan Fitzpatrick never got to the dance, he never got to the, to, to the dance, B. Not even to the dance. No, and uh, but he was so like and and fantasy like excellence, you know, because like you're never having to draft him early. A lot of times you pick him up as a as a waiver wire, especially all these people who are in one QB leagues, you know. Um, Man, I, I remember one of my first championships was uh, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, him and Stevie Johnson in 2010, just coming on the That's scene. A nice stack right there. Oh yeah, it was nasty. And uh, hey, okay, hold on. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Where, where did, where did, where did that wasn't where he started, right? Buffalo wasn't where he started. Who Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I think it was. I'm go. I'm go. Double check. Okay, because I always thought it was, but someone tried to correct me. This is like maybe like this is like this is like thousands. Oh no, he didn't. No, like okay. fuck. No, he was uh, he was already a journeyman at that he, point. Okay. He started off with the St. Louis Rams. I mean, he's drafted in the seventh round in 2005. So he is <laughs> with. He the was drafted as the journeyman. Hey, he's hard, man. That's fucking dope. Like, hey, this shout out to shout out to him, man. Man, turns, okay, hold on. 2007, even. Yeah, so well, yeah, so I was 2005. So 2005, oh, 2006, 2005. he's with the Rams, and then he's with the Bengals in 07 and 08. 
And then he's with the Bills from 2009 to uh, 2012. So that was yeah. his longest stint with any team is because he was fucking balling. And uh, then he goes to the Titans, then to the Texans, then to the Jets for two yeah. years, then to the Bucks for two hey, years. Hey, look at when Paul he was with the Texans, years. bro, he had Nuke, huh? Yeah. Yeah. 2014, I, I was think. Already, I was already playing fantasy then, that's why. Hey, yeah. hey, shout out to fucking the Magic Man, bro. He's like fantasy like goat. And seeing, man, that was, uh, yeah, Hopkins was, uh, it was his what second that? year. Second year. Hold on, I'm like, I'm like in the Matrix all of a sudden. <laughs> Go ahead, keep talking, it, it'll clear up. Okay. Yeah, that was, uh, that was Hopkins' second year. In uh, with the Texans, so oh yeah, second year, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, fucking yeah, that's right. He got like eleven hundred, huh? Let's see. I, I know he had a shit ton in uh, in those couple years. Hell yeah! Yeah, twelve, yeah, twelve hundred, six touchdowns, seventy six receptions. And then it was that next year after that, that twenty fifteen year, yeah, hundred and eleven receptions, eleven touchdowns. That was nasty. And then I, uh, 2018, I had him on a championship team in 2018. 1572, 115 receptions, 11 touchdowns. Killing it. Killing Sick. it. And, uh, and Mike said, uh, I'm assuming the Derby leagues are filled. Yeah. So this is for the, uh, for the tournament that we're doing. But if you want to be on standby, it's a $22 league. Uh, there's still a couple people who haven't paid. Um, I'm still trying to collect from them. We gave uh, certain deadlines that still haven't came up yet. But uh, if anyone ghosts, I'm going to need uh, a couple replacements and so I can get you to that list. Devin said Mike Evans, 2023 second, 2023 fourth. Is this a whole trade? Mm. That can't be the whole trade. What, what's the whole trade, Devin? I think that might be it, like the, those picks for Mike Evans. I mean, if it is, I'm keeping Mike Evans for sure. Yeah, I keep Mike Evans for the last, for the last who. Right? If I'm a competitor right now in that dynasty league, I'm. It's got to be dynasty, obviously. If I'm a competitor, bro. I'm trying to keep Mike Mike Evans, or I'm selling him for something that I can compete with that's younger. Like if someone wants Mike Evans that bad, I'm like, give me. You know what I mean? Like I. If there's someone trying to compete, here we go. Here we go. That wasn't yeah. the whole thing. Mike Evans, 2023 second, 2023 fourth, or Odell Juju Gibson. Okay, now which side is he on? Because I'll, I'll well, I mean, it doesn't me. matter which side. Which side would you take? Out of I'll that? take the Gibson side. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Gibson's more of a win now for sure, but I think I'd still be on the Mike Evans side. Of this, I, I mean, the, the picks are whatever, like that's almost irrelevant, like to me in this. But, uh, I mean, Odell, we just don't know what's gonna happen. Juju, we definitely don't know what's gonna happen. We just know he's paired with Mahomes. Gibson's already hurt. We really don't know how the offense is really gonna Good work. Point. And, uh, Mike, in the vacuum, I'd want, I'd want all that because, you know, I mean, I'd want the Gibson and the, and the Juju's and, and the, the Odell, like, I mean, that is a, yeah, that's that's a throw-in, but it's a hell yeah. of a throw-in. He I mean? said he's beginning Evans. I mean, if you could get another player in there, versus, oh, he would be yeah. getting Evans. Yeah, and the picks. Yeah, give me some. See what other players you can get. Tell us what. Tell us what this this man's roster looks like, and where we can attack. 
and maybe even or, or what you need if you need because he's it looks like he's giving him a package just to get one solid piece you know what i mean yeah and then taking the shot on those other two those other two picks um yeah, and I mean the Gibson side's still a little bit more valuable, but I'd rather have Evans and just get top heavy. I mean, he's the best player in this draft. Or best player out of all of these in this trade is what I'm saying. And uh uh oh, he said it's Pruitt in our league. Uh oh, you better you better watch out, bro. Better watch out. Which and, league uh, is this? Uh I'm not sure which oh this is the four life league. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'd still, I'd still want the Evans side, but it is giving up a lot. I'd try to figure out how to get some other. Yeah, uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to get more. And Ron said, I definitely, uh, the Gibson and a first. Well, there was no first in there. <laughs> and Antonio said, Fitz and Decker and Marshall. That was nasty when he was on the Jets. You had to be mm-hmm. at that time, right, Antonio? 2015. Like, and, then, and then when one of them... I mean, was it twenty? I think it was twenty sixteen when one of them went down, or both of them went down. Even it was Quincy Nunwa. You know what I mean? Yeah, like hey, Fitzy, Fitzy just took over that thing. That's when they had Todd Bowles. I think, and it was that same dude, the same dude from Buffalo. Uh, yes, yeah. Gates, Gates. Okay. Uh, what what was, was he the OC or something? The OC. I'm saying his name wrong, but he was the OC in Buffalo. And the Jets, and then he was there that year with with Tua and Fitzmagic. Okay, remember that the uh, when the Tua and Fish they just kept like they're like you know what throw Fitz in there. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Shout out to another person who made a cameo. Gla- J- uh, Gla- Glaze. Damn, I know. His name. I'm trying to remember his name, bro. It kills me that I don't know this right now. McDermott Ronaldson. Huh? Nah. Nope. But that is that is pretty dope that uh, you know it's the offensive coordinator who keeps bringing him in. Yeah, and he knows how good he fucking is and how smart he is. Yeah, he's 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 he has my because he was supposed to be the backup for Geno Smith, remember? Yeah, and then and that was that when Geno got punched in the face. The dude broke his jaw. <laughs> he's like, first off, Fitzpatrick's better, and you stole money from me. Wow. <laughs> Fitz Magic came in there and they had hella weapons. <laughs> For fantasy, he was going crazy. He they, they almost got to the playoffs. I think they had ten wins, bro. And man, and really like Washington's what put him over the edge, or not? Not Washington. My bad. Tampa Bay. When uh, when Winston. I'm trying to remember when that is. Was that 2015 or 16? That's Jets, 15, maybe. The Jets was 2015. Yeah. Yeah. When he had when he had both of them. And I'm uh, but trying yeah. to. Damn! What the fuck is that coach's name, bro? Ah, uh, he was the OC, goddammit. What year was Fuck he it. I'm over it. What what year was he the OC? Uh he was there like 2015. But he was the dude, he was there with him in Buffalo, and then he was there with him in Miami when they had two as a as a uh as a root they had two as a Gailey? And a sophomore. Gailey? Gailey, there my, it is. My I was like Glaze. <laughs> Chan Gailey. Chan Gailey, there he is. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I was going to be taking a dump and be like, Chan Gailey, there it is. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so I think I, I think the Tampa Bay is what put uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick like 
on, on with the masses because like that's already when social media was getting more popular more popular and uh you know the swag with putting all the chains on and you know uh Deshaun Jackson letting him wear his swag and shit and going up there like that, that just turned him into a fantasy rock star at that point because like but we all know see but here's the thing he is the magic man for a reason because he has the magic desk right but that shit wears off after like four or five weeks you know what I mean due to injury or they just bench you because he'll have like those fucking like those four pick games remember when it was him and uh when it was him and Winston bro combined uh, in 2018, him and Winston combined matched uh, Patrick Mahomes' numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was crazy. And then the next year, Winston, he you know, he, he does, like, the best numbers, but, you know, with 30 picks as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you played in best ball and you had the Winston Fitzpatrick stack, <coughs> might have won you a championship. Yeah, <laughs> See, the other night, you know, where I, where I fucked up, where I should have critiqued my shit is, like, when I got Winston in that mock, I should have, like, later on, then the motherfucker grabbed Andy Dalton, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, Antonio said, definitely, I went to three games that year. I bet, man, that was the year to be going. Uh, the fantasy, you know, uh, implications that year were fucking awesome. And, because, uh, you know, I mean, Marshall and Decker, you know, those guys were drafted, but I don't even know if Fitzpatrick was drafted you know, in fantasy in a lot of leagues that year. I mean, super flex probably, but, you know, 1QB still, uh, you know, the main form. And Bogey got a call going into the Matrix. Let's get this last bowl, and we're going to get the hell up out of here. Got to start planning the rest of the day with all these derby drafts. Actually, let's get uh, get something going. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the earth. God put this here for me and you. Take advantage, man. Don't give me that shit about it's a drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a plant. It just grow like that. And if you should so happen to set it on fire, there are some effects. <coughs> there are some effects. Woo! All right. Appreciate you guys hanging with us for this weekly wake and bake session. Yeah, every week, don't forget, guys, it's going to be eight Eastern, eight West Coast time, eleven Eastern in the morning. And said, uh, <laughs> but my buddy keeps distracting me with all these YouTube live streams. Ha, <laughs> love him, dude. <coughs> we'll see you guys later. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Peace out. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the GP of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies, make money, make money, money, money. Yeah. Hold out here for a bill. Yeah, no, no. Money trying to get this money for the real. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money.
Okay, let's go smoke that joint.